Hello and welcome to Cycling Talk with me, Georgia Mahoney. Today I am joined by a rising world star on the cycling stage, Zoe Backstead. Zoe comes from a cycling family so I'm really excited to find out more about her cycling life. Thank you for joining me today, Zoe. Thank you for having me. So we all know you come from a cycling family. Can you tell me some of your early memories of riding a bike? Um, so with my family, I never used to go on like cycling holidays. So I started when I was really young. So I've probably been riding a bike since I was about three and now 15, almost 16. So basically my whole life. Um, <laughs> but my dad was still like a professional rider when I was little. So we'd always go and watch him racing at like tour series and some of the bigger races that he was doing. So kind of just watching him and like riding like my little pedal on bike and just kind of enjoying being around loads of riders. That's all I really remember. <laughs> Do you remember the first bike you got really excited about? Um, probably was my white Bianchi, which unfortunately got stolen about 10 days later so yeah I didn't have that one for very long yeah that was probably my first bike I got properly excited about because that was when I was just like starting to love cycling oh that's really annoying (laughs) yeah you remember your first race that you did Mm, I don't think so I think I was like four or five when I did my first race so I was really young so probably no but I think my granddad might have it on video somewhere so I'll probably have to go back and watch that one do you have any memories of when you first started racing them not really no I think when I was little I was in like they put like the under eights and under tens together in some of the races and I remember I was racing with my sister so that's kind of all I really remember when was the first time that you raced abroad and how was that experience um, so the first time I raced abroad was when I was about six years old. There's wow. a, a six-day stage race up in Sweden called U6 Cycle Tour. And I raced in the Coming Bikers, which is like, we do three days and then the big riders do like six days. Um, but just kind of being like with international riders and just being with my family as well from Sweden and watching all the racing and getting so excited when my sister was doing well in stages. It was just so much fun. Have you always ridden for a club or a team? Um, yes, yeah, so I think the majority of my life I've ridden for mainly Flyers, which I left in 2018, joined um, Backstead and then moved on to Story Racing when we like combined to make a, a good girls team. What's that experience been like for you? Um, riding with Mandy was so much fun. Like being with all my friends, doing training sessions twice, three times a week for an hour and a half, two hours. It was just so enjoyable. And then getting to meet like G and Luke and Eleanor Barker and Meg Barker, getting to ride with them at some sessions as well. And just the whole experience, being with everyone there and all the nice coaches, I just absolutely loved it. Yeah, it sounds really cool. I, I remember going up to an Abergavenny race and I remember seeing you there. And there were plenty of Mandy Flyers races there as well. Yeah. Did you have a favourite discipline when you started racing and has that changed now? Um, I'd probably say road was my favourite discipline when I started racing. I never really liked the track. I was really, really bad at it when I started. Like, probably took me 
about a year and a half to be able to like move up and down the track fully without being like nervous about it. So track was never really my favorite discipline when I was younger. I had a nasty crash as well on the track when I was little. So that kind of put me off. So I'd probably say road was my favorite discipline when I was younger. I never really did much cyclocross until I was about 10. And mountain biking was just, there wasn't very many races. Mm, yeah. Do you have a favorite discipline now? Definitely. Cyclocross is the one. <laughs> yeah. Cyclocross is the best. <laughs> it is. You are right there. <laughs> <laughs> now, I remember a few years ago, I went up to Wales and I did a track session. And that was really strange because I'd never done anything like that before. But I think people should definitely try it because it's so different. And it is really a great experience. Yeah, it really is. So what sort of training do you do now? Um, at the moment through lockdown, I've kind of just been doing like the first month or so, I was kind of just a little bit relaxed, stayed with like what I'd normally do, a few intervals, a few longer rides in the week, maybe a cyclocross session as well, just to keep, keep it going throughout like the whole year. But at the moment, as we're getting closer to racing, there's like I'm doing a few more like intervals and race specific things so like if I've got a hilly race I'll do some more hill efforts if I've got a flat race coming up or like preparing for a race of that sort so kind of just a bit of everything at the moment really. Mm. How is it like training for lots of different races or lots of different disciplines in a season? Um, I find it really fun because you get to vary your cycling so much so I'm probably doing one cross session a week, two mountain bike sessions, and the rest on road or turbo. Obviously, not at the moment because I've just come back from Belgium, so I'm quarantining, just so you all know. Yeah. I am sticking with the rules. <laughs> um, but yeah, I really enjoy it because it just mixes up your cycling so much during the week and just keeps, keeps your head happy if you're riding all the bikes you love. Yeah. Do you have a certain time of the year that you like to peak for? Um... Not really. Last year, I tried to peak for Youth Olympics, which was, I think, July time. So that was probably it. But other than that, track nationals is like the biggest week of the season or the week before that when I go up and race in Sweden then. But otherwise, no. <laughs> How did you find being at the European Youth Olympics? Oh, that was such a good experience. I loved every single minute of it. Being with loads of different countries and all the different riders and getting to race on like big open roads. So we were racing on like a four lane motorway. We had that completely wow. closed off for four days to train on and race on. And just being with everyone there is just such a good experience. I absolutely loved it. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think doing lots of different disciplines makes you a stronger rider and does it keep it interesting? Um, yeah, I definitely think it makes you a stronger rider because you have so much that comes from cyclocross or mountain biking that you can use for little like little kicks up steep climbs that increase your power. Um, and then endurance on the road and different intervals on the track, like they all combine. If you do them all, it combines so well to make you such a good strong rider. How have your training and race plans been affected this year? Um, so my race plans have been affected a fair bit because I was planning on going and doing 
um, a load of mountain bike races abroad and some road races abroad just to get some more experience riding in like a bigger group and with stronger riders. Um, like with the elites, I had some opportunities I could race with the elite riders. So those were kind of changed a bit. I've, yeah, I kind of wanted to get out and do some bigger stage races as well. But you kind of just put your training hard, like do lots of training when you're in lockdown and then it'll all pay out at the end. Yeah, exactly. I know you have already raced in Luxembourg this season. What are your race plans for the rest of the year? Um, so yeah, I raced in Luxembourg last weekend. Um, I think I'm planning on going out to Holland soon and racing a race out, the stage race out there. And then I think it's just going to go straight into cross season, just going to try and get as many cross races as I can in, like two in a weekend kind of thing. So just all out racing, basically. Yeah. What's it like just traveling around the world doing races? Honestly, it's exhausting sometimes. I come <laughs> back from like a long day in the car and I'm like, oh, I just need to sleep now. I'm just <laughs> going to go to bed and get like 12 hours sleep. I just, but it's so nice. You get to see loads of different places and loads of different scenery. And it's just so enjoyable. You get to learn about different parts of the world as well. So I think if you can travel as much as you can when you're racing, do it because it's so nice to learn about different places and see different things. Yeah. How do you fit in your education around training and racing? Um, it's quite hard to fit it in because obviously I'm traveling a lot with racing. So I miss a fair few days a year. Like I probably miss a week or two a year at least. So you just have to kind of, if you've got like a, a lunchtime in school where you've got nothing to do, just kind of do a little bit of homework then or when you're traveling to a race, do some homework then. Or if you've missed a day, just make sure that when you're traveling, that's the best time to do anything. When you're traveling, just catch up on schoolwork. That's, that's what I've had to do basically for the past year and a half, two years. Yeah. I know you've raced for GB. Are you on the GB program? Um, so I'm currently on the GB Apprentice programme, but we've only managed to have one camp with all of us together up in Manchester, which I really enjoyed, actually. That was my first road race of this season. Um, so, yeah, it was really nice to see everyone, but I've kind of missed not being able to ride with them all now during lockdown. Yeah. I don't actually know. What is it like being on the GB programme? It's really nice, actually, because... You get to train with all the best riders in the country. You're with like some of the best coaches out there and they're all there supporting you during the training sessions. You get to like stay over in a hotel and room with someone that you're good friends with. Yeah. And the whole experience is just, it's so much fun. I absolutely love it. That sounds really nice. You took five wins at the National Youth and Junior Track Championships, including the Madison Junior with your sister Eleanor. Can you tell me a bit about that experience? So I really, really enjoyed that race. It was the last time I got to race with my sister, I think. Um, and I kind of just went into it and I was like, well, if we don't win, I'm going to have a great race anyway. And yeah, we went into it and just basically smashed it to pieces, went as hard as we could. Um, when I was resting, I was kind of trying to figure out 
how many points down or ahead we were on other riders, where we need to come in the sprints and feeding all that back to my sister in the two seconds we had of a change. So it was like, it was chaotic, but it was so much fun. Like, ride, just riding with my sister, it's the best thing ever. That sounds really cool. <laughs> I saw you win the um, under 16s in 2019 at Gravesend and you attained your title in 2020 at Shrewsbury. Do you think you will continue riding CX throughout your career? Um, yeah, definitely. My, well, my favourite discipline is cyclocross, so I can well definitely see myself riding it in the future. Yeah. I, I was watching you on the Berg, and I was so um, shocked that you managed to make it all the way up there. My dad couldn't do that. <laughs> he, <laughs> yeah, he that rode, bit was really hard. He rode in the Vet 40s race, and he, he didn't manage to get up. It was that was the hardest part of the course, I think. <laughs> was it was it steeper than it looked? Yeah, definitely. Because <laughs> you have like a little flat section in the middle that is really hard because it's only like it's just like the the length of your bike, so mm. you kind of get into it and then you go straight back up again. So yeah. you have to kick into it and then kick again halfway up, and it's hard in the That's wet as so well. Very tiring. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> So this year sees the first edition of the Women's Paro Bay. Is this something you would like to target one day? Um, yeah, definitely. I did the Mini Roubaix for two years when I was little, which I think I heard on one of your other podcasts that you wanted to do as well. Yeah. Like, that was one of my favourite international races I've done. Um, and from that race, I fell in love with cobbles. And yeah, Roubaix is definitely something I want to do. I think people should try it. I haven't tried it, but I was really looking forward to doing it this year. Yeah, definitely try it if you can. Um, a few weeks ago, I tuned into Strada Bianchi and they didn't even have any coverage or highlights of the women's race. How do you feel about the lack of coverage of women's road racing on the TV? Um, I don't think it's a good thing that... There's no coverage. I think we should be able to get coverage like the men have. Mm. Um, obviously, they've, there's been a massive improvement recently of coverage of women's racing compared to what it used to be. But still, I think there could be a lot more of the women's racing like on TV that we could all see and on different platforms as well. So you can see it all over the world. Yeah, I think my whole family was disappointed when... We weren't able to see what happened in the race. Yeah, me too. Um, and, I, and I actually think that cyclocross has got a lot better. As um, Helen Wyman said in one of the interviews, last season, the women's races, it was more watched than the men's race. Because I think people are so interested in it and they think they should definitely start showing it on the TV for the road racing. Yeah, I think because the women are getting so much stronger now and there's such a good battle going on between the top few riders in cyclocross at the moment, so many more people are wanting to watch that because in the men's racing, it's kind of just start and then Vanderpool gets away and then yeah. that's kind of it. But in the women's racing, it's like they're going back and forth, the top few riders, and it's just so much better. Yeah, because you really don't know who will win with the women's yeah, like world champs. <laughs> we couldn't. We didn't know who was going to win until right at the end. <laughs> yeah. 
So where do you think your favourite place is to ride for fun? Oh, well, I do love my home roads, but after having ridden on them as much as I have during lockdown, um, that's a tough one. I really enjoyed actually riding in South Africa just because it's all such like, so different out there and it's so warm. I love riding in the heat basically. <laughs> um, but yeah, I love riding with, um, with everyone out there in South Africa and that's probably one of my favorite places to train you. Is it really different from riding over here? Um, yeah, just like scenery and all that is so much different. You, it's really hard to describe, but there's obviously out here, there's so many trees just everywhere, everywhere. Whereas out there, there's a few less trees and different, like just random buildings just placed on the side of the road. And it's just so cool to ride there because it's just a different experience, like altogether. What are the road conditions like there? They're actually pretty good, I think. I, it was two years ago I went to South Africa now, so um, it's quite hard to remember still. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that, it was so nice. I think, think we went to a place where the roads were so lovely and there was just such nice mountains to train at. Yeah. What's your favourite race you've ever done? Any discipline? Oh, favourite race. Um, that's a really tough one. <laughs> Um, to be fair, I'd say Youth Olympics, I really enjoyed just because it was such a different experience. It was so windy out there that you kind of just had to ride as hard as you could for the whole race because mm -hmm. otherwise you'd kind of get blown off your bike or blown into another riser or whatever. Um, but yeah, otherwise cyclocross, probably Koppenberg or Zonhoven were my two favourites for that. Yeah, I think the cross races do look really cool to ride. Yeah, the atmosphere there is so good. I absolutely That's like my favourite part about going to Belgium for cyclocross. <laughs> <laughs> is there a race that you would like to do but you haven't done yet? Um, there's a few like mountain bike stage races, but at the moment I've been watching, there's like the Swiss Epic is on at the moment. And I'd really love to do something like that. Um, obviously the full Paris-Roubaix I'd love to do on the road. But... Yeah, like World Cups as well in cyclocross. I'm really looking forward to trying to get some of them this season because I go into junior. But yeah, just anything that's on TV, really. <laughs> <laughs> Who's your favourite current rider? In which discipline? Any discipline. Any discipline. Um, Mariana Voss. Definitely. She's just so committed to training and racing and so strong kind of just want to be like it <laughs> <laughs> do you have a favorite rider of all time not really no um vanderpool mm, yeah, he's, he's <laughs> um, awesome. yeah and voss as well just mm. everyone they're <laughs> all so strong <laughs> so you obviously said but when you said about the courses and races that you want to do I know that you're moving into junior does this give you a lot more options to race in different races um so yeah moving into junior is going to be pretty exciting because you get to do things called well uh, no not world cups nations cups which is like all the junior riders from everywhere in the world basically 
all come together and race like I think there's six races in total or something like that and they're all it's like in Italy or in Holland or in Belgium in loads of different places and it's so like from my, what my sister said it's so much fun and I'm kind of looking forward to getting to race, racing some of those because um yeah they're just hard races aren't they <laughs> yeah what's it like watching your sister race it's really really cool because I'm kind of like wow I want to be like her like she can make it into a big team she made it into track so I'm like wow that's somewhere I want to be that's where I want to get in my future and just seeing her on the tv and going oh my that's my sister on the tv yeah. there like she's only three years older than me like whoa um yeah it's just it's so cool to see her up there I'm so proud of her yeah it, it looks so cool it must be so crazy for you so when I actually searched you up it says that you're like the number one best ranked in the UK and everything like that do you put pressure on yourself because I put pressure on myself and I'm only racing at regional level so it must be hard for you when you're racing at like world level. What's it like? Um, sometimes I do put a little bit too much pressure on myself. There's been some big races that I've gone into and gone, I kind of need to win this. But in reality, a podium is perfectly fine in my head. So I think it's not, it's not a good thing to put too much pressure on yourself. Like, yeah, people like your teammates or not necessarily teammates, but other people can put pressure on you. But you kind of just have to take it as like they want you to do well that kind of way. Yeah. So you definitely don't need to put pressure on yourself. Just every race is a bit of fun. Just treat it like some training. Just enjoy it and make sure, yeah, you go as hard as you can, basically. Yeah, that's good advice. Do you actually have any other advice for young riders about things like motivation, training and fuel? Um. If you don't feel like training, don't do it because there's nothing nothing worse than going out on your bike if you're not feeling up for it or if you're too tired that day. So just don't like overtrain yourself. So yeah, if you're not if you're not feeling up for training that day, don't train. Do something different. Go on a run. Go on a walk. Um, just do whatever, but keep your keep your mind happy. And yeah, basically that's. That's the most important thing to do. That's very good advice. So I remember meeting you at Castle Coombe in 2017. It was absolute 2018, sorry. It was absolutely freezing. And you just won the under 14 race and you'd laughed all of your other competitors and you were on the rollers and I asked for a picture. And then five minutes later, you were doing the under 16 race and you went and won that as well. <laughs> yeah, that was, I remember that race actually. That was so cold. I remember being with some of the other girls on the start line and they were, they were in shorts and jersey. I think I was, I think I was wearing longs for the first time yeah. in a long while. Um, but yeah, that race was actually so good. I got to do both races, which made the day even better because yeah, it was worth the traveling then. Obviously doing the under 14s race as well, I got to work hard, but then, getting to race with the older riders. I got to work extra hard and try and keep up with them. And yeah, it was nice to meet you as well. <laughs> I didn't really know much about you then because I was only in under 10s. And, and then now you're like 
this superstar and it's like wow this is this is crazy so thank you so much for coming on it's all right thank you <laughs> where do you want to see yourself in five years time um racing for a professional team probably in cycle lacrosse because that's the one thing I want to do that's where I see myself racing five years time just cycle across and then obviously some road in the summer maybe a little bit of mountain biking just kind of enjoying myself and just enjoying riding my bike and being with loads of different people yeah I think it's as long as you're enjoying yourself then that's really important have you learned anything about yourself during lockdown um probably that I can push myself a lot harder than I thought so my training's gone so much harder recently and I can just push myself so much harder than I thought I could before. Obviously you go into, you go like training a few days and you go for racing. You don't want to push yourself to the max because you've got a race on the weekend. Obviously we've not had any races to, to do. So I've just been able to push myself so much harder than I thought I could. Yeah. So you've got five minutes before you go down to the start of a race. What's on your playlist to get you motivated? Anything that's got like a beat or is like quite a quick song because I usually get it stuck in my head. Like if I know all the words to the song as well, I get stuck in my head and then I'll just be like singing that over and over again in my head. And that kind of, kind of keeps me concentrating on something because I've got that going in my head, but my brain kind of just functions on every functions on everything that's going on around me. If I've got something going on in my head as well. Yeah. I get songs stuck in my head and, I try to get the really upbeat songs stuck in my head, but yeah. I still sometimes get the songs that really are not helpful in a race. <laughs> yeah, sometimes I have to like search for a song that I know is quite quite a good song to get in my head and just play probably like 30 seconds of that just to, just to get it going in my head. And then I'll yeah. be like, yeah, right. I'm ready for this race now. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on today, Zoe. No problem. Thank you for having me. I really enjoyed doing this interview and found it really interesting about Zoe's European Youth Olympic experience. I hope you all enjoyed this episode. You can check out our Instagram at cycling.talk.podcast and you can find my podcast on Spotify, Acast or via my website. See you on the bike.